Hey, this is Joe with Big Joe's Companion, and today I have a very special guest uh, for me. I've been following this guy for quite a while, and um, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hey, this is Astroner Boy. I am the supposed <laughs> Tenchi Miyo guru, guru. I run the Tenchi Miyo FAQ site, and I was the official adapter for the Tenchi Miyo, the true Tenchi Miyo novels. Yes, yes, and that is why we are bringing you here today. So, um, I've been following anime, manga, and light novels for quite some time. Light novels only very, only relatively recently, and um, I was always interested in the way things go about in the back behind the scenes when it comes to translating it from Japanese to English. So, get right into it. What was it like getting? How how first of all, how were you able to get your hands on uh, being able to do the uh, translation? Uh, yeah, so interestingly enough, back when OVA 3, uh, probably about a year or two after OVA 3 came out in the United States when Funimation licensed it, um, Seven Seas reached out to me at that time, actually. And I, I can say all this now, I believe, without <clears throat> any problem. I don't, we didn't have an NDA back then, but the. Uh, uh, give me a second here. They reached out to me and they said, hey, what do you think about the possibility of licensing, us licensing the True Tenchi Mio novels? They said, we, we have not licensed them. Don't tell anyone. But we're thinking about it. What do you think? Do you think fans would go for it? And, of course, Tenchi's popularity back then was a lot higher after OVA3's release. Yeah. Right. And um, so I told him, I said, I think fans will love it. Mainly because one of the one of the biggest problems Tenchi fans in the West have is that the Tenchi model, the Tenchi Miyu novel, especially the, for the canon, because that's the stuff that's always being put out, stuff by Kajishima Sensei, the creator of the series. Yep, is that there is a ton of stuff being put out in Japan that we in the West never get our hands on, at least not in an official sense. I mean, we do have some people out there who will. Uh, translate things from time to time. And even the, the True Tenchi uh, Muyo novels were, uh, I don't want to say translated, they were given a kind of a summary uh, by a Japanese fan who knew some English. So you kind of knew what was going on. And then uh, uh, another guy, I, I don't know if he's in in America or in uh, Europe, but he, he took a, a spin at trying to give us at least a little bit more accurate uh, information for those, right? So, but anyway, getting back to where we were, Seven Seas reached out to me, and I, you know, I, I thought they would go for it back then. Yeah. But unfortunately, yeah. the light novel market back in the early like two thousand five, six, whenever it was, uh, was not like it is today. Today, the light novel market is fairly hot. I'm kind of like you. I'm not that into light novels that much. Um. I, I do read some, but I, I haven't read that many. I'm more of a manga guy. It's just, it's just my own bringing up, uh, being brought up with comic strips and comic books. Yeah, so that carried over yeah. to, to to that naturally carries over to manga, right? Yeah, exactly. So, so anyway, but that was what happened several years ago. Now I'm blathering, and I apologize for rambling. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, th yeah, they came back to me. Light novel market. We don't. We're we're just gonna pass on now. So to be honest. I honestly thought that we would never see these novels come to the U.S. Because if Seven Seas was passing on back then and they were 
pretty much, well, them and Tokyo Pop were the only ones doing light novels pretty much back then. If they were passing on it, it's not going to be a good thing. Yeah. You know, and, and as time goes on, obviously, unlike in Japan, where they have a, a, a stronger tie to Tenchi than we do in the West. Right. Um, I, I figured with the passage of time, the odds of us getting these novels licensed would be nothing. But anyway, fast forward to more present times and out of the blue, Seven Seas contacted me again and they said, hey, we want to talk to you. But before we do, um, we need you to sign some papers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, when, when they said and I was like, the papers, it's just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, so I knew there was something cool. I just didn't know what it was. And then and then they told me, they said, okay, we've licensed um, the Tenshi Mew novels. Uh, would you like to be the adapter? And I said, well, okay, why me? And they're like, well, because we know that you ran the Tenshi Mew FAQ site, and we want someone who is going to um, do these things correctly for fans if that makes sense no i um, that makes a lot of sense i have um one of my friends he frequently reads light novels and started picking them up quite a bit and he always complains a lot actually about how the translations for light novels are pretty spotty they're not translated really well in a sense so i'm glad they did yeah that. Yeah, the the well, I think here here's the deal, and it's not just light novels. I, it's also anime subtitles and, and manga as well. What I've kind of learned is that, and 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 I want to be careful here because I don't want to be controversial. But the term they that 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 I see used a lot is called localization, yeah. and and basically yeah. to me, I'm I've always been in the camp that says I want things to be accurate but readable. So. When it comes to accurate but readable, that means that <clears throat> you try not to rewrite things where possible. I mean, obviously, there are certain things I get that you need to write. For example, uh, udusai, the Japanese word that means noisy. Right. Well, okay, a literal translation of noisy, you know, using the word noisy is not going to work in an English sense. You know, screaming at people, noisy, noisy, loud, loud. Yeah. When instead, yeah. shut up, that is not technically accurate it is readable but it it does accurately per, uh, get the flavor of the instance right yeah now in this but going back to tenchi when pioneer did ova1 for example they used the term in their translation adaptation they called it was either yosho or tenchi they called them one or both of them uh crown prince and that was completely wrong now, from the normal localization thought process, they took the term Daiichi Ojo, uh, uh, Ojo, <laughs> uh, Oji, you know, for uh, first uh, prince, basically, would yep. be the, the, the accurate translation there. And they said, well, first prince, eh, okay, that's accurate and readable, but we want to take it that one step further. And so they turned it into crown prince. Well, there are no crown princes in the Tenchi, you know, on Jirai and stuff. Yeah, it's, because, because of the history and everything like that. I do remember reading that. Yeah, so the whole yeah, so the whole deal is, you know, that they followed the normal localization process, which is, you know, rewrite it, make things sound snappier, cooler, whatever. And I think that's one of the, the issues that you you're you're coming up with when it comes to adaptations is 
they do that. And and I get why they do that. Don't get me wrong. That's why I say I don't want to be slamming people who do work hard on whatever that you know their their job at adapting a light novel or adapting an anime subtitle or adapting a manga. Um, but I, I just think that sometimes they go too far. And so my approach on the adaptation was trust the translator, trust the reader, and only have a light touch. So don't add things that don't need to be there. Don't change things that don't need to be changed. Um, so that's, a, um, that's, that's honestly a good way about it. So like I've already read the first one and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm going to be rereading it again because it's been a long time since I read it. I bought both the first and the second one, and I plan on buying the third one relatively soon. But um, the, I really, like, I've been a fan of Tenshin Muyo since I got into anime. Like, when I first got into anime, like, when I first realized what anime was, it was around when I got introduced to Negima. And I went from Negima watching the anime to, or, well, sorry, not Negima, but Love Hina. I watched from Love Hina the anime to watching the Negima anime, then reading the Negima manga. And that's when it really exploded for me. But somewhere around the earlier times of that is like when I was still watching Tijimuyo and understanding like this is that shit. I really like this. I really, really, really like this. So having a lo having a localization for light novels and one that was very good in my opinion at that was very awesome. Yeah, you know, going back to your earlier thing about the the, the light novels themselves and and them reaching out to me to adapt them, um, folks who know me. And you may realize this as well. I I tend to be someone who wants the Japanese honorifics left in the adaptations. Now, I know some people don't like that because, well, we don't speak Japanese terms or whatever. But I told Seven Seas, I said, well, if I want to if I'm going to adapt this, I need to I, I want you guys to keep all Japanese honorifics in there. And rather than it just being my personal preference as the reason the story actually dictated that this would be a thing. Um, for example, you know, Jirai is the superpower, right, in the Tenchi Miyo uh, universe. Yeah. And they colonized Earth. So, and they, had a, they have a central power base in Japan. And Japanese culture could be said to be derived from Jiraiyan culture. And with that in mind then Japanese using honorifics and stuff, well, that has to come from Jirai. Hold on just a second. Yeah. And so, and then also in that regard, because Jirai is the superpower of this universe, then it makes sense that other people would adapt to Jiraiian ways of speaking, just as, you know, with, uh, like, say, English being, like, the common language, I guess, on Earth, the business language, Right on Earth, you know, people adapt to that. So that was my argument of why to leave Japanese honorifics in the subtitles. And Seven C said, "Yeah, you know what? That makes total sense." And they told the uh, translator to do not remove any honorifics, leave them all in there. And I was like, "Yes, that's yes." Great. <laughs> so uh, that's that's really great. Like, so that for me, listening to that, because like, I've always, like I said before, like with my experience with the manga and everything else seeing those little differences like you also notice those differences when you watch from subtitles to subtitles mm -hmm. for when you're watching the quote-unquote legal and the not so you know favorable translations for certain things you always see those differences in um honorific, honorific and everything else so 
That's very nice that they were actually able to listen to you. So, with um, the Tenchi Muyo fact, uh, how did that start? Oh, the FAQ? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, well, actually, yeah, someone else started the FAQ. That's that's the that's the funny part. I was... Uh, I got into anime... Um, let me let me tie this back to the, the, the past. Okay. I got into okay. anime technically. I was introduced to it in when I lived in Japan. I was stationed, and I was in the Air Force, so I was stationed... Uh, at Yokota Air Base. My best friend was into anime. So I was aware of it. I saw a lot of stuff, you know, but I, I wasn't into it then. Fast forward to uh, 2002, mm-hmm. end of 2002-ish. And, well, no, mid-2002. I was working at WorldCom at the time. WorldCom was imploding. And suddenly me and my whole department are out of a job. And I remember what my old friend and roommate had said back when we were in Japan, and he goes, you know, anime is going to be a huge thing by the year 2000. It's going to be just this massive thing. And so I was like, well, well, all right, let me look. So I looked out on Amazon, and I was shocked that there was anime on Amazon in English, you know? Yeah. That is... <laughs> it's like, oh, he was right, by God. So I thought, well, what do I do? And I had, fortunately, I had like a rainy day fund, so even though I was unemployed, you know, I still had some money. So I, I rented... Uh, what? Oh, I rented Handmade May, and I rented the five episode OVA for uh, Oh my Oh my Goddess, as they called it, right? Yes, yes, that and, is a classic. And but those two are both the harem style anime, and I didn't really know about any of this back then, but I really found I had a taste for it. And then I tried Love Hina, and I was like, okay, I, you know, I, I'm really digging this genre for some reason. I I, I don't know why, but I am. And so I went online and people were like, well, if you like Love Hina and stuff, you need to go back to the father of harem titles. That's Tenchi Muyo. And I was like, okay, interesting. Tenchi Muyo. Uh, which one is it? Did I see Tenchi Universe? I see Tenchi in Tokyo. Oh, what yeah. is it? <laughs> I remember when I first like when I first started watching Tenchi, it was like it was on Cartoon Network. And then like when I dove deeper, I was like, oh my God, there's so much. It was, yeah. was mind boggling. Exactly, and and so you don't want to watch things out of order. And then you know it was explained to me that okay, well you have the canon Tenchi Miyo, you have the spinoffs Tenchi Universe, Tenchi in Tokyo, and the movies and stuff, blah blah blah. And they said start with the first one and then spread out from there. But I watched the first one, and, and I know your your question was getting to the FAQ, so I'm going about there the long way. But yeah, that's fine. I watched the, I watched the first one. And it was the three disc set that Pioneer released. And I watched it for the harem. And when I got done, I was written written these online. Back then, I know this is a, a weird thing now, but back then you could rent DVDs in the mail. And yeah. and 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 to get your money's worth before you could stream things, you basically took a day, you watched everything, and then you had them back in the mail as soon as possible so that you could keep getting, you know, maximum number of things. Right. Right. Well, in this case, I watched all three discs, but at the end of it, I said, you know, I don't want to return these just yet. I want to rewatch this because I watched this for the harem and the harem was good. But then the story, the story underneath the harem, the the harem was just, was just frosting on the cake. It was the, 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 I, I had to rewatch it just to pick up the story. 
And then I that I found the FAQ site when I did an online search, and it had some information. Back then, it was just one single page, yeah. and half of it was devoted to the uh, AIC, the uh, production company for the Tenchi titles. Yeah, they oh. ran an English forum back then. So I registered on the English forum, and that's how I kind of got into it. And the person that ran the FAQ was like, you know, I'm tired of running the FAQ. Um, Astro Nerdboy, do you want to do it? And I said, oh, yeah, sure, why not? And so I basically turned it into what it is today. That is actually insane. So I like for me, like when um when I reached out to you when you originally posted about the uh, light novels online on Twitter. And then you guys started telling me about the FAQ. I never knew about it. So like, if like I'm pretty sure you know on the newer DVDs because of the remakes on the DVDs on the Blu-rays and everything, they have the um, they have everything mapped out on the back. Like if you look at the back of Tenchi Universe on the back cover, it shows you where it is in the universe and then what order it is and if it's in canon and everything else. And I was like, that's kind of cool. But you know, I was like, need more in depth and knowing about the knowing about the FAQ and knowing that it was there is like that's enough for me like I know where I can get that information now. so it was like that's awesome so uh. yeah I don't keep it up as much as I used to I mean and that's unfortunate that that's 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 you know that's let me letting other things kind of get in the way um uh and I know that the people that run a wiki site for Tenchi I, I've done some things to help them um the wiki site obviously they have a better chance of keeping up with things because they got more people. But yeah, they they do. You know, all the stuff I have in the FAQ is is stuff that I picked up from Japanese fans and from some really hardcore uh, Tenchi fans back in the day, like Trushiol, Rolf, uh, Onishin. The, the, these were the the folks who were just really deep into the lore, and so they were the ones who taught me. Uh, a lot of things and they contributed a lot to what I put into the FAQ site. So um, I should work on it some more. <laughs> I mean, you know what? I mean, that's fine if you're not working on it because you know, I still follow your blog, which is the next thing I wanted to talk about. What ended up being the reason you started your blog that you have today? Because I came across your blog back when um, Negima was in the height of its popularity and I was just fiending for any information, all the spoilers and everything else. And the next <laughs> thing I knew was like I came across your I came across your blog and I was like, oh, this this is nice. So I have to yeah. look forward to every week. Yeah, I, I miss those days because uh, my traffic was off the scale back in the days of Nagima. Uh, yeah, but I basically I started the blog. Let's see, what year was it? Is that the end of two thousand six? I, I had I had said I was not really good at this blogging stuff. But what I found was I was on all these different anime forums talking about some episode of something I watched. And I realized I was writing the same thing over and over and over and over and over. And But I'm on 10 different uh, forums writing this stuff. And I'm going, okay, this is nuts. I don't have time to spend watch, you know, writing this. I, I love these forums, but I don't have the time. So I'd rather just write it in one place. And be dubbed with it, and th and that's kind of how it started. And uh, it's been hard to keep up with uh, at times, but because of you know real life issues, I'm trying to be a little more disciplined lately. But yeah, in the days of Nagima, wow, that was that was mad because I just happened to stumble upon where the 
um, the spoiler stuff was because where the Japanese would would post their spoilers. Yeah. And and so I, I at first I wasn't going to do anything because I'm like, well, I could just post a link. But then I discovered that the spoilers would go up and then a lot of times they would be removed within hours. Yes. And I thought, ooh, okay, that's not cool. So that was the reason why I decided, you know what? To heck with this. I'm going to actually grab all this stuff. I'm going to put it somewhere where at least I know it's not going to get taken down. Yeah. And and so that was how, you know, that uh, came about the whole doing the spoilers. And yeah, that was still that was still that was oh yeah, people would come every week. It was just mad. How, how many people would go out to look for spoilers. But, you know, it, it was a good thing because, like, the spoilers back, spoilers back then, um, trying to find consistency with that was the biggest thing. And the consistency for those spoilers, when you did that every week on point, a lot of people liked it. And me, I was one of those people that really liked it. And I started following you ever yeah. since. I followed you for yeah. that, followed you for UQ Holder, um... But um, the butler Hayate can't remember the full title. Uh, Hayate, butler. the combat butler. Yes. So you know that was that was those were all nice treats, and it's good to know. Like it was very kind of just stumbled upon it. You know, it was very nice and very humbling to know. <laughs> you know what's you know what's kind of sad though. We, you, you mentioned Yuki Holder. It's um, they no one posts spoilers anymore. That's why you don't see spoilers. I still get a traffic influx uh, whenever. The like the monthly, it's good. What the eighth, yeah, that's today's the first, so you know, it's coming fairly soon. And well, it's the first as we record this and do this. Um, the uh, I I do get a traffic pickup because there are still people who are interested in trying to hopefully that I've got some spoilers. I don't have any because no one, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's really sad. The Japanese just. I don't want to say they hate it, but they they no longer it, it no longer jazzes them to the point to where they will post any spoilers. Yeah, and it's it's kind of sad because because the the sites that I I follow for these they still post spoiler stuff. If I was into other series, you know, I could get spoilers for a lot of different things. But UQ Holder, now nah, they don't they don't post anything. They don't even they don't even bother the pirate the chapters. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the worst part. It's like and like some of the places that I like for me, like I would either read it pirated or I would read it on Crunchyroll. And then like I know you have a whole thing about Crunchyroll with that. So it that like I, that is something that was one of the other things I wanted to ask you is like the whole in detail, like what what went wrong with the whole Crunchyroll thing when it came to um UQ Holder. Because I was oh, well, pretty upset about about that myself. Now, I haven't been on uh, Crunchyroll for Yuki Holder for a while. I know that the, the w- one of the problems that I had personally was the the manga is supposed to be simul published as the same time it is in Japan. Right. Okay, that means that when it hits the eighth in Japan, it should be coming up in the U.S. as well. Now, I can understand if they have a, a let's say a, a licensing agreement that says. Okay, we're you have to give us a few hours of exclusivity in Japan, and when it hits the eighth in the U.S., then you can post it. And it even wait until five p.m. It, that used to kind of annoy me on the eighth that before Crunchyroll would post it. But I thought, well, all right, at least we're getting it right. Yeah. And the twins are translating it, and I love the twins. They are 
their translations and adaptations are just right in line with what I like. But the uh, but then the folks at Crunchyroll just stopped caring. I mean, manga was like like the if you'll pardon the expression, the the bastard stepchild. It was you could they would miss pages sometimes when they would post a chapter, or they would not even post a chapter for days, and then days became weeks. And that was when I was like, what am I paying you for? Yeah, I'm not paying you for to not post this stuff. I, so I think their 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 corporate focus because they got bought out by some bigger company. I can't remember who it is now. I'd have to even look. I wrote a piece on it on my blog, but um, I, I think their their corporate focus is on this other service, and so Crunchyroll itself kind of took a back seat in manga. Uh, it had a lower priority than their anime streaming yeah. service. Which is very so, unfortunate. Yeah, it is. So I ended up, I wasn't that keen on the idea, but I decided, well, what the heck. And so I, I've been using com Comixology from uh, Amazon. Now, with Amazon, <clears throat> me, I have a real big issue with Amazon. Amazon, specifically because they are very bad, in my opinion, of outsourcing and... Um, you know, telling people that they have like this video service or this comic service. I didn't, I didn't know they had the comic service until you posted about the comicsology, and I didn't know they have the video service until like I went to go try to find one of my favorite anime uh, recreators, and I tried to find it to watch it somewhere, and it wasn't on Crunchyroll, it wasn't on Funimation, it was on Amazon as a video. So with Amazon, I was like, oh, what is that? Oh, comic comicsology is owned by Amazon. What, what is, what's going on? Like. When did they get all this stuff? Oh, that's cool. So, is it a good service? Is like, what, what what's it like? You know, I don't, I don't have. I actually, I, I haven't had a problem with it to be honest. It's it was geared. Comicsology was actually started to be like the go to place for Marvel and DC comics. Really? And yeah, that's that's where their origins were. It was not manga at all, and so. You can actually, and I did this for a while. I had a, a subscription service to them uh, just so I could just try it out, you know. But the they have some comics, and it's more so with the independents than maybe more of the big line ones. But uh, where if you get the subscription service, you could read their whole library that falls under that category of comic books or manga even, if there's some manga that fall under that. Yeah. Uh, for the price of your subscription, kind of like any other streaming service or even Crunchyroll's uh, manga deal, right? Where you can just go in there, you're paying a monthly fee, and you have access to all these comics. So I was able to read quite a few old Marvel comics from uh, Comicsology, but then they also have a way for you to digitally you know, purchase it and, and and read them on either through their website or through their viewer and. I ha I haven't had a problem. I haven't had a problem. I can still get my screen captures for the you know little whatever I want for my blog post. Mm -hmm. You know the, the the panels from the manga. I can yeah. screen capture them. They don't block that. So you know I I'm cool with that. And and the reader itself is fine. Um, I did write a review on it on my uh, uh, blog, but uh, I have not had a problem with it. I've actually been. Uh, at least on a PC, it works quite well. Now, on I think on a tablet or 
I would not want to read this on a phone, to be honest, but yeah. I'm sure people do. But I would not be one of them because, wow, this is so tiny. Uh, but on a tablet, you only get one page at a time. So the downside of reading it on a tablet is, you know, sometimes like in UQ Holder, for example, um, um, uh, Akamatsu Sensei will do two-page art. Well, on a tablet, you can only see one page at a time. There's, there's, there's no way for it to really see two. Yeah, you don't get the full exposure to it. Yeah, yeah. On the PC, that. you do. Yeah, you do on the PC. So that that so the so yeah, if you got a PC, uh, it's it's actually quite cool on a PC. Not as much so on a, a tablet, but it, it is pretty cool on a PC. That's good. All right. Well, one of the other things that I wanted to ask you about too is. How, going back to the light novel stuff, actually, um, mm -hmm. what is the um, process? Because I was curious, like, how did, like, what do you specifically, what do you have to do on your end, and like, what are, what are the steps to it before it actually gets yeah. released? Absolutely. So, <clears throat> so the process works is that a translator goes and does the actual translation, and naturally during during the course of translating, a translator is going to do some level of adaptation. They're not going to just do an absolute literal word for word translation because a lot of times that's just not going to make any sense, right? So they're going right. to put it into some sort of English sense. And then the adapter has to follow a uh, style guide that the publisher puts out. And the style guide basically says, okay, this is what we expect when it comes to punctuation and, and stuff. This is what we expect in terms of grammar. Um, you know, for example, I, I, had, I don't think I'd ever heard of passive sentences. Well, I had heard of them in high school. I hadn't heard of them since high school. Yeah. <laughs> and suddenly passive sentences was this big boogeyman that became the bane of my existence, uh, in adapting. Cause it's like, well, passive sentences are, uh, uh, but passive sentences are how you and I normally talk as people. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just, it just happens. That's just kind of a natural way of speaking is in the passive versus the active. And so, so it was like getting rid of, uh, getting rid of any uh, passive sentences where possible, making sure there's a consistency. Now, for me on the Tenchi side, it was making sure there was a consistency in uh, terminology and stuff. Right. Uh, for, for example, the translator was saying Masaki house. Well, we in the fandom had been using the term house Masaki house of maki you know yeah uh, and and so forth and so on probably you know we're, we're being influenced by dune um you know with the house of trades and all that kind of stuff right uh so i changed what the translator did there to what we fans are normally into okay. and then i and then you know spelling of names the translator was not really a tenchi person and so sometimes they would do names wrong, like Irie. Um, totally jacked up her name <laughs> to spell it. And 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 and, 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 and and I'm not making fun of the translator. The translator was great, you know. The translator was awesome, but you know, didn't know. And I had to fix that, which that was so. That's another thing in in, in as, as part of the adaptation. Um, the, the, but the first pass is definitely fixing any kind of. You had to use instead of like the dashes, you have to use the ah uh, heck, 
Now I can't even think what it's called. It's it's like a big long dash. The Japanese are in love with these things. Yeah, and I can't remember. And and then they're also in love with the three dots. Um, I I know what you're talking about. I don't remember what those yeah. are called either. I like, don't remember what they are. They're I, terrible. Like I I remember knowing what those were in high school and then being like, okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so I had, I actually had to do uh, you know find and replace to make sure that we matched what Seven uh, uh, Cs wanted in terms of that because it's not it wasn't just hitting the period three times it was using the actual punctuation mark and I'm I'm guessing this has something to do with the printing on the printing end. Okay. So yeah, we had to so that was that was it making sure that there were you know any spelling problems were fixed. And, you know, my biggest fear, I'll be honest with you, I have not read the copies of the novels I have. Because I read them 50 billion times during the adaptation process. <laughs> but I'm always afraid that I'm going to open this up and the first thing I'm going to see is like some horrible mistake that I missed. It's like, uh, how the heck could I miss that? I went over this thing 50 times. How did I miss that? But like, <laughs> I see that, like, because essentially what it looks like is that you're just a proofreader at that point. And, like, I understand because... That's why, from what I know, a lot of people will be like, oh, yeah, I'm the proofreader for the proofreader. So, like, I make sure they don't miss anything else or, like, you know, everything's okay before we push, push it out to the company so they can sell it. So, right. that that's that's actually really nice to know. So, like, you, so like Seven Seas, they do very well with the adaptations. Is there anything else that, um, do you know of anything else that they might be doing in the future? Or... Now they don't, um, and obviously, if even let's let's put it this way, I'm not that they, they have not licensed this, but let's say they license the GXP novel, right? Uh, even if they licensed it and told me, I would not be allowed to say anything. You know, that's yeah. just that's just a business thing. I would not be allowed to say anything until they made an uh, official announcement. Official announcement, or like get past that part where it's like, okay. We've worked out generally what the contract is and what we need to do, so we don't need to like worry about telling people this and then all of a sudden something goes defunct. Right, right. So so yeah, I knew I knew months in advance before the official announcement went out. And then I, I made sure to clear with seven C's back then that okay, what what can I talk about? Yeah, that's this is safe. You can talk about this, obviously. Um you know, maybe don't talk about specifics of X or Y or Z, but you know, you you can talk about other things, and of course, you know now that they've been out for a while, um, I I wish that my only disappointment probably is I wish Seven Seas promoted it more. I know that some of the people in Seven Seas are Tenchi fans, and that's probably also how they knew me, kind of yeah. like the same way you found out about me yeah. through other means. Um, that's probably how they found out about me. I wish they had promoted it more. Because I know I, I, I follow them on Twitter and, you know, there, there are certain manga titles they can't promote enough or, or light novel titles. But then the Tenchi ones, I think, got one blurb. I think I saw more promotion from Japanese fans than I did. <laughs> from out the of, American uh, side, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's a bummer. But, um, you know, they don't tell me anything else specific. The, the so, like, I don't know how well the, the novels have done for them. I The only thing they've told me is that they are doing well and um, that the the series has uh, long tails, which means that there are people who, like, say, might be listening to this um, 
broadcast and saying, oh, wait, there's two Tenchi Miyu novels? I didn't know those were out. And, and that's nothing against them. There, there are people that like that all the time that find yeah. out things. And then they go out and look and go, ooh. Um, I, I was streaming the other day a game uh, on Twitch and YouTube, and someone says, sub about, asked me about that. Are you the Tenchi Miyu guy? I was like, yeah. It's like, you know, and they didn't even know that the novels had come out. And oh, so yeah. they were all kind of cool that uh, they were all uh, uh, happy that uh, those were there. So I don't know if they actually bought them or not, but um, but yeah. So uh, you know that. So the the sales will continue. The, the unfortunate part, and this is not anything that Seven Seas has said, but I know just 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 knowing that the sales weren't to the point to where seven C's would go after the GXP novels, for example. Right. That doesn't mean that they might not put their foot in the water at some point in time. I don't want to say that because I, I thought that we would never see the true Tenchi Mew novels licensed and we got them. So, but the, I know that say if, if, if people had gone out there and just bought the novels like mad and they seven C's had to go to a second publishing, they probably would have licensed GXP. Yeah. But GXP is so long and still ongoing. I mean, it's a huge financial risk for Seven Seas to do, and they don't want to be in a, a situation where they start something and then Aren't have able to, to finish stop it. it. Yeah, you know, like Tokyo Pop did with um, the Slayers novels. Yes, yes, I know exactly what you mean. So uh, that is pretty much all I have to say. That's pretty pretty much all I have for you today. Um, is there anything else you want to say at all before I? Uh... No, I just uh, I'm glad to be on your show, and I'm glad you reached out to me. I'm always uh, happy to talk about Tenchi and anime and manga, and um, so yeah. If you ever want to talk about anything else in the future, um, hey, right, I'll, so I'm there for you, man. I'm well, there for you. <laughs> uh, so if you could just give everybody your uh, Twitter handle and the anything else you want to give them, so for they so they can follow. Oh yeah, sure. So uh, you can find me at at Estra Nerdboy on Twitter. And then on Twitch, I'm Astro Nerd Boy. So on YouTube, I'm V Astro Nerd Boy. And then, of course, my anime and manga blog is anime.astronerdboy.com. And the Tenchi Mio FAQ is tenchi.astronerdboy.com. Um, yeah, you can find me uh, a lot when you just do a Google search for Astro Nerd Boy. It's like, it looks pretty ugly. Because <laughs> I'm all over the place, as one guy told me. He goes, "Man, I did a Google search on you, and you were just like everywhere." <laughs> I mean, but that's a good—that's a good thing, though. That is a real good thing. So, anyway, yeah. So, thank you for coming on. Uh, this is Big Joe's opinion, and I'm glad we got a chance to do this. Uh, everybody, I hope you enjoyed the episode, and have a good day. <laughs>